Jessica Jason Lee, isn't it? Makes it uh, blow, makes his head explode and it turns into plasticine for a second. Oh yeah. Towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> Very poor edit. No, but no. Like, they, they didn't have much money, Eric. Well, because at times things explode and it's like something out of Wizard of Oz. But look how good that edit was of the kid getting hit. Well, yeah, but also look how good that frog was in episode eight mm. of like the, the yeah, nuclear yeah. explosion. True. It was a choice. Well, I think yeah, the choice that's... was to spend all the money on episode eight. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, it's, it's, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that because it was good. That was that's. I went back and watched that more often than I've watched the entire season. I, uh, I, I must admit, since it ended, which I think now is what 15, 16 months ago, mm-hmm. I went through once more, <clears throat> and it still nags at me that maybe, just maybe, just maybe, I don't like it. <laughs> Mm, there's a very strong denial at the front and the thing is i didn't want it to conclude i mean i think part of me wanted it to conclude yeah but also it's twin peaks so why would it you know what i mean season one ended on a cliffhanger season two ended on a cliffhanger why wouldn't series three end on a cliffhanger yeah but still it's just there's so many questions yeah. And they're answered in such a strange way In a, you know oh, It's possibly a pocket universe Where they put Laura to keep her safe What does that mean? You haven't mentioned it before <laughs> She didn't seem that safe though Considering you found her in that room Without decomposing <laughs> So I, that's not a very good pocket universe Yeah, but you got to remember also The people in the White Lodge And in the Black Lodge Or in the Red Room Or whatever you want to call places None of them seem like nice people mm. I mean, the giant... I believe, from how you watch it, sent that frog to Earth to infect yeah. Sarah Palmer. I mean, that's not a good thing, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sent, well, no. No, he sent the the ball with yeah, Bob with Sarah uh, with no. Laura in it. No, but yeah. then it cuts to the frog being born. So I'm pretty sure that's still the same thing. It's almost like. It's almost like yin yang, right? To have the goodness of her, mm-hmm. you have to have the badness. Of whatever the fuck that is. Oh, it's possibly the jumping man, right? Because you see that. Yeah. You see him run away and then she goes all crazy. <laughs> well, no one knows what we're talking about if they don't watch Twin Peaks and only watch Batman. So yeah. we should probably shut the fuck up on that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, possibly. Oh, um, Batman. I'm Richard. Oh, I'm Gareth. And um, I should probably get motivated so we can start quickly and not talk for four hours like we did yeah. last week. <laughs> The first episode last week, and before edits, was one at one and a half hours long. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And most oh. of it was shite. <laughs> well, you know what we're really bad for. I've, I've noticed this more and more, right? And I don't edit around it because it takes too long. But uh, we'll say something and just go for a, for a good <laughs> like five, six seconds. Yeah, it's nothing. Dead air, as they would call it. Yeah. It would take, take me hours <laughs> to cut all that out. <laughs> Uh, it's just it's building tension. I thought. Oh, is that the plan? <laughs> I didn't realize that was. Oh, no, we plan. we it might have been my plan, but it was executed very poorly. I mean, it, no. it was communicated poorly. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fine. I can, it'd be better if I told someone, but I'll tell you now. Hooray! <laughs> so yeah, are we going to get going? <laughs> are, uh, I, I better dig my we? phone out wherever I put it. The <sighs> TV's very high today. I think it's enough to give me an anxiety attack just because it's so precarious. It's like st- staring up at a monolith. Yeah. 
you will obey the screen, oh. says the gods, who are secretly aliens. <laughs> you know, it's like Stargate. I'm going to throw a bone about or something. Well, you haven't seen 2001, but because that monolith is completely black. Yeah. I love the, I love I that bloody, mm, mm. I mean, I don't know if I love the film. It's been but many, many, many years since I've watched it. Because, you know, yeah. there's not much talking in it. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's beautiful to watch, right? Yeah. But if you're doing something else, it's better. Yeah. It's much like uh, Repo Man for me nowadays. I like having it on in the background, mm-hmm. but I tend not to ever have any sound on it. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh. So anyway, we're up to season two, episodes 34 and 35, I want to say. I thought 35 and 36. You might be right. I can't remember. 33 and 34 were the Sandman ones. I feel like maybe someone's going to get confused with the numbering online. 35 and 36. Uh-huh. Which is, yeah, are the contaminated cowl and something that rhymes with that kind of... Uh, um, the Mad Hatter runs afoul. There you go. Uh, original air dates, the 4th and 5th of January, 1967. Why have I got the 28th of February then? It must have been UK, UK or dates. Dates. Oh, there you go. Oh, that makes sense, because the ones after that are earlier. Oh. Uh, see? Failed. Don't worry, you don't need to take note of that. I always do. Special <laughs> guest villain, David <laughs> Wayne, as the Mad Hatter. Obviously, David Wayne is also Bruce Wayne's father. Isn't that weird? Oh. <laughs> Who saw that coming? What a twist. <laughs> oh. uh, guest stars, Gene Hale, uh, Lenny Bremen, that's all the notes. This is the curse of cut and paste. I'm like, I'm sure there was more than that. Okay. Uh, written by Charles Hoffman, directed by Oscar Rudolph. Indeed. Uh, the Mad Hatter steals 700 hat boxes from Bon Bon's box boutique, <coughs> but that's only an appetizer to his evil main course. Stealing the ruby from the golden Buddha of Bergama and replacing it with a cheap phony he stole from the hat of Hattie Hatfield, because, you know, Hats. Yeah, everything uh, has to have alliteration as well. In the process, the Mad Hatter also manages to embarrass Batman by spraying him with radioactive particles and turning his cow pink. <laughs> Nothing more embarrassing than cancer. It's a good look on him, frankly. Oh, uh, oh that was my first note, but it was in the wrong th- uh, font and it has confused me. Ooh. So anyway, I've got these saved on my desktop. You change fonts, how fancy. Oh, no, I cut and paste from a place that has its own font. You know, it uh, pr- prints the same thing every week, so it looks different, and then I put my own font underneath, just we'll so see. I can tell the difference, because I'm oh. rubbish. It's also going to happen a lot in the, the uh, next few episodes that I didn't put enough spaces between episodes, and I'll go, oh, look at this. Oh, that's next week. <laughs> what about this? Oh, that was last week. Oh. Right. We are all go. Oh, I should probably check that the sound's working. And it doesn't appear to be. That's good. That's a good start. Oh, I just realised my notes make no sense. But I am. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> no, I've just, I've, just, I've just read one just now and I have no idea what that's referencing. Why does that not work? I should have rewatched this last night. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to move my microphone, everyone, so everyone have a lovely time. Oh, bye, hey, Gareth. Make time. Make time. I am. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not good at improvising. Uh, oh. We're looking for some empty hat boxes. I like his pronunciation of everything is kind of odd. 
at times, but, but I, I like love it. it. Yeah, it's I mean, fantastic. I, I liked him last time and was upset we weren't going to get more of him, and then we got more of him, so I should really be happy. Yeah. But um, I think my glasses are filthy, and I didn't realise. I feel like I'm at the cinema. It's like, this is the biggest screen in the world. More people should put a TV in the middle of their room. You know, I was contemplating getting a 65-inch TV, but what you should do is get a 32-inch TV and bring it yeah. half uh, close half the distance. I've just figured out my notes, right? Oh, okay. Sorry. Continue. No, but no, I, just, I told I, you to it, stretch for time. In my head, it just I just figured it out just now from seeing that scene there. He, <laughs> go, he walks into the hat shop mm-hmm. and steals 700 hat boxes. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no method of transportation we can see. Well, you know, you, the car would be outside. But you're thinking, right, well, even then, right, 700 hat boxes, mm-hmm. they don't seem to be collapsible by her sort of standards. They seem to be proper hat boxes. Well, no, if the, if so the hats they, were collapsible, they wouldn't need hat boxes. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> right, but even then, that would be splitting them 233 to 233 to 234 between the three of them. But then he walks out, so that's 350 hat boxes each yeah, between the two goons, yeah. right? Now, an average hat box, because I looked it up, is like 8 to 10 inches high and 14 inches wide. Yeah, because it's got to hold a hat. So why are they transporting them at 700 of them? <laughs> right? How many trunks did he have sitting outside? That's ridiculous. That's not... A, it's, I mean, I know we're suspending disbelief and we're not seeing it on camera. Or but that's logistically, stealing 700 hat boxes of those size... She, her store must be huge in itself to hold 700 hat boxes. Well, you know, look at it as a foot and a half square for a hat box, even though it's round, right? Because round is a pain <clears> in the ass to store things next yep. to each other, right? It's a foot and a half. So, yeah, 750. You're going to half that, 335, yeah. add it on top. So you're looking at a 1,000 and, uh, you know, 1,045 square feet. See, see that's the thing as well. It's a lot. Now, she doesn't sell hats. She just sells hat boxes. Well, right. she sells, Bonbon's Boutique apparently sells random shit. Oh, well, okay. So maybe he does sell hats as well. But you're not going to sell 700 hats one day, so you're not going to have that many on site. That's a special order. Well, she might have bought like uh, 1,000 at a discounted rate. And he heard about it, and she'd use 300 up. Uh, I'm calling bullshit. I don't know. This is what I call anyway, uh, <laughs> head cannon. Isn't that yeah. correct? Head cannon? No. Is that what you call it? Anyway, we haven't done any of the, our usual patter in keeping people up to plot. Actually, oh. you know, that's not really important. It's you not did, an audio you, you said, you, did, you said you gave them the, the gist of the episode. Yeah, I gave them the gist, that's true. Oh. Um, but yeah, I like how he pays for those hat boxes with her death. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, she paid the ultimate price. R.I.P. Hattie Hatfield. The wrong person's paying. Duh. She's not Hattie Hatfield. What was that? What? Hattie Hatfield's the woman with the headdress. Oh, shit, okay. So who, oh, so it's, oh, it's Bon Bon. Oh, R.I.P. Bon Bon. Yeah. Oh, I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy Get to do. It right? Uh, we did just see um, Professor Overbeck there. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he looks that's very familiar call, as well. Yes, and he's not, right? No, well, he's is <laughs> Leonard Kinsky. Yeah. Um, he was the bartender Sasha in Casablanca. And apparently that he... We've all seen it, but... He, Got that role because he was actually Humphrey Bogart's drinking buddy and he got paid uh, for two weeks' work at 750 a week just to pretty much do his couple of scenes there and drink with Humphrey Bogart because that's what he did anyway. So he got paid to do something he would be doing anyway. And uh, if I remember rightly, um, no, no, the infl- that's not right, Gareth. That's the pounds to dollars ratio. So, yeah, no, that's not right. So, <laughs> now I was trying to figure out what the that would convert to because I remember that episode where 
$22 million was like £8 million. Yeah. God, man. Can we get back to that, please? I oh. might actually be able to buy some new vinyl. Because <laughs> at the minute, it's insane. Yeah. Do you know if I buy a record from France, right? Yeah. Pound is less than euro now. Yeah. Once you take into account VAT. Yeah. Deeply upsetting. Anyway, let's not get on to no. my uh, hatred of the idea of Brexit and move on. <laughs> um. Who knew everything would become more expensive? Everyone. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I haven't got any money. Now, so we know his plot is to steal Batman's cowl. Uh, yes. And make some money. Is a cowl a hat? I would say no. Oh, it's headwear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hat. No. Mm. So. It's much like that. Yeah, again, we mention him every week, but that Paul F. Tompkins bit yeah. where uh, he calls a crown a king hat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, there is a bit as well. Um, I don't know where it comes in here Ow. at some point. But oh, it's maybe here when he's got his. Oh, no. Is this the thing where he's, he's, he's boxing up his hat? Mm-hmm. And at one point, he does box up a noose. And a noose is not a hat either. He does explain that. Does he? Yeah, that's in the thing. He explains that he was almost hung for stealing the beef eater hat. And it's not really a noose, but it is of sorts. But but even then, like, it's a stretch. Swooping royal colours. Wasn't that risky, Jervis? A bit touch and go, especially when the king ordered my execution. But I escaped with this noose. Hardly a hat, but in its way, a kind of headwear. It's not See? headwear either, though. It's neckwear. It's very well, close yeah, to headwear. That's a scarf, then. Maybe they hung him wrong. Maybe they put it around his forehead. That's maybe that's how he survived it. <laughs> oh, but it's just... I mean, let's be fair, it was a long time ago. He's talking about the king, right? Yeah. The queen had her silver jubilee in 77. Mm. So that, that he's talking about something that must have been at least 20 years previous, so maybe did, 30. When did we abolish the death penalty, then? Well, you know, what's her name? Uh, Myra, Myra thingy, she got the death penalty. Myra Hindley didn't get death penalty. Yeah, she did, but she was the last one to get the death penalty, wasn't she? I don't think so. I thought she was. No, because then the dude that was with her, he's still alive, he didn't get the death penalty. Why didn't he get it? And she did. she convinced him. It wasn't that she convinced him to do the killing. And he still fucking did it, though. Well, but, you know, yeah. under pressure, anyway. Queen came and played that song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was wrong when playing that. Well, that do that day. Well, uh, <laughs> at the hanging. It's uh, when he did that line. That's the trigger for yeah. Ken. As, as she death rattles. Yeah. No. It's almost like she's singing the high note. <laughs> oh. um, uh, hey Siri, oh. who was the last person hung in the UK? Ruth really? Ellis. Hmm. <laughs> British model and night. That kind no. of <laughs> What are you doing, Siri? I want to do that. I'll let you I think uh, I'm, uh, that may have been the autocorrect thing here. Is this Polly or Prolly? Because for some reason, my autocorrect is to Prolly, and that doesn't seem like a name. No, it's Polly. Yeah. Um, she played by very G- familiar. She had played by uh, Jean Hale, mm-hmm. um, was in, in Lake Flint and Psychomania. Um, I've seen Psychomania. Yes, me too. Um, was married to Dabney Coleman. 
splitting shortly after their third child was born around don't 1967. Do we love Daphne Coleman. Who's that? I don't know why. I must have. He's the boss that. in Nine to Five. He's in that episode of Columbo where he kills the woman what? with the. That's the thing. Well, it's right. the person who uh, uh, quite often Scott Ackerman plays, but he he doesn't want to be. Uh, he's gender sensitive yeah. and called Daphne Cole person. Mm. <laughs> See, I I must have known who it was when I was writing this note because I've written it down with no explanation. So yeah, I must have known who that was when I wrote it then. But for some reason, my brain. <laughs> what difference a week makes. Oh. I like yeah. the fact that he goes. Let me just fix the computer, and he punches it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> We've really turned this into talk salad and scrambled eggs this week. You know, the uh, podcast that uh, Kevin Smith used to do with Matt Myra, where they watch episodes of Frasier, but they really just talk about Terminator and Robocop. (laughs) It's weird. Mm. Uh, Oh, yeah. Don't forget, Polly, you need to look after my Nazi hat. (laughs) I forgot. That was in my note. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what the radioactive spray was under. Well, I mean, if he is, yeah, he is the Mad Hatter, so he's going to have every type of hat, so I can't really judge him for that oh and robin reads out hat types here right snood they were around in the 60s is that a hat though i mean it's a hood and a scarf well but it's it's more headwear again yeah i don't think that class is a hat no but if i was a mad hat i'd be more specific point they were very popular (coughs) 10 years ago (coughs) right along Uh, with slankets remember them no it was a blanket with sleeves for like oh was that oh for old voting I know plenty of people who just got hung over and put a slanket on. Can you all see? Here's the thing: right? if you don't own a slanket, but you want that experience, just put on your um, dressing gown backwards. <laughs> I mean, that might be your best joke ever. But what if you bought one of those? <laughs> That's not a joke. I'm so there you go. It's the same what, thing. What about that? Uh, what about that dressing get, uh, gown that every cunt owns that's got a Jedi hood on it? They'd be blind. I suppose it's a sick bag for the hungover. You leave my you leave my my dressing gown out of this. Oh, I was naming Mike because yeah. uh, Jonathan and Angus both. Have. Well, as I got one. Um, oh, I and got Crookie a, has. I got a dressing gown for my Christmas, which has got Star Wars all over it. And it's got a hood and things. Yeah. And I do think it would work a lot better if it was like brown. Mike Myers' character. That fez is very tall. It's I'm a just, high fez. I'm just saying, once once he's rocking the fez, yeah. right? That is a Mike Myers character. Oh. Anyway, sorry, what are you saying? Right, so I got. Um, Dressing gown for my Christmas, mm-hmm. which if it had been like sort of brown and stuff, would be very Jedi robe like. Mm-hmm. But it's black and white, and it's got Star Wars written all over it. So okay. I think it's just a case of, yeah, this definitely it's comfortable, it's nice, but it's just definitely the wrong color. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna have to get one that's just a Jedi robe because I'm fair dues. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh well, we missed a bit there because. I was very impressed with how you pronounced incognito, but I can't remember how you pronounced it. Oh, no, that was the bit in the, well, I pointed to, yeah. you know, in the phone booth. Yeah. But I mean, we can go back to it if you want. Still have. Uh, you can if you like. Well, why not? We haven't talked about the episode much. We might as well, <laughs> well bring something up. Um, oh, the, the, I just realised how long this conversation is, though. But he's a very simple man, and he trusts it to be no burden on hotel security. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, no, That's no, it. Sure, <laughs> it is it with will not episodes. With it does just make me think of uh, Ronnie Corbett. Yes, Ronnie yeah. Corbett and Mike Myers combined. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, we missed Uncle Incognito. Do you want me to go back further? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not worth it after all. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be worth it. Here's a random question. Yeah. Why does he look familiar? Do you have a note on him? I I don't actually. I try. Oh, Jesus! I've 
No notes left. Um, let me go to M de Bear. Don't worry too much. Oh. I mean, Polly, you've brought her up as being in a psychomania, right? Yeah. I, I remember the film, but I don't remember her in it. No. Yeah. Is that the film where they bury the guy on his bike? Yes. And it's black and white. <laughs> yeah. No, I've definitely seen it. Oh. She is the, one of the few people in the world who can rock a top hat. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, yes, good. if I saw you in a top hat in a club now, yeah. I wouldn't go, that's fucking weird, she's wearing a top hat. See, now, here's, here's Hattie Hatfield with our ruby-encrusted tiara headdress thing. Yeah. Hey, look, they were worried about climbing this building because it's made of glass. They should go yeah. around the other side that's obviously made of plasterboard. Look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the thing is... She owns this ruby headdress uh-huh. in a city where there is a villain who steals hats, right? And hers is the most expensive hat in the city. Mm-hmm. And he's out there stealing hats. Yeah. And she does not have a police escort. What the fuck? Are, I mean, Gotham, I always say Gotham police are can, but the you've worst. Got to, uh, there's so many questions because he, they don't know he's not stealing hats anymore. He's using hats to steal hat things, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. At the beginning of the episode, going back, right? I, we never mentioned this, and it is... I don't know if I've written a note about it or not. But at the beginning, they were like... They talk about how Mad Hatter... They're like, basically, they're discussing whether Mad Hatter has create, uh, committed a crime. Not taking into account that he has escaped prison. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, well, you know, what has he actually done? Like, I mean, he actually stole well, a hat, and he went, not- he stole the third base, or fourth base, and he stole Warden's uh, hat on the way out. He escaped prison people. I think Kamesh does mention this as well by saying that the warden is too easy on these guys. The fact that they took him out for the day for a softball game. Week after week they talk about this now. They're just like, when's he going to get sacked or whatever they do to the wardens or lock him up as well. Dearie me. His ruby retriever is a very nice still for a hamster. I'm sorry. It's Ruby Retriever when he shows it oh, off. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm just, it, just it was a series of words that I was not ready for, and I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are we talking about? I was just trying oh. to think of what would be a good size, and I think a hamster. Yeah. Or a gerbil. <laughs> no. You know, whatever Ava has in those pictures she sends occasionally. Oh, I'm jealous of that bloody... Giant Glove thing, uh, gauntlet. Uh, he wants your infinity gauntlet. You don't listen to this. Run. Why not? Why didn't you listen? I, Person who's never met me. Why don't you listen? Because, <laughs> probably because you have met her and she's probably upset. Oh, shit. Ah, well. You gave her a lift once to the Bon Accord Centre. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Picked me up after work. We were going to the cinema. God knows what we were seeing. Might actually been the day we watched Sucker Punch. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> the day I've tried to erase and my she wanted to lift in the town, so you gave her a lift in the town and dropped her off on the roof of the Bonacol Center. Uh, of the, uh, <laughs> the uh, thing with the stuff. The thing with the stuff. Union Square. Union Square. Obviously, you wouldn't take it to the Bonacol Center, and I don't think you could drive onto the roof, though. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Her ruby's been stolen. I'd like to point out that in the next episode, he says, I knew it was fake. I needed something the same weight and size. Use mm. half a potato. What is wrong with yeah, you? <laughs> Um, oh yeah, I forgot We did briefly see a woman with a pink fluffy top hat Which I think is You can still see her in the background yeah, in the background right? I think it's the, my most hated thing I've seen in an episode of Batman yet mm. I hate it I don't know, I like uh, 
just before this fight broke out, Batman was like, don't make any noise, Robin, then instantly like walks into something yeah. that goes clang. But then he, t- he turns to Robin and goes, <laughs> like, no, that was very and, much you. everyone is oh. staring at him. And the thing is, all the people who are staring at him are all the people who are now beating yeah. him up. So like, basically, we can't let the bad guys know we're here. They already know you're here. They know so much that Mad Hatter is throwing letters yeah. over you. <laughs> I did put in the Robin's one, uh, Robin's one and only weakness, coleslaw. <laughs> oh. Me. After this fight, obviously, right, Mad Hatter is going to spray him with yeah. uh, radioactive spray. Yeah. One, the way he says the term radioactive spray, and two, the glee on his face and the gaps in his teeth. <laughs> oh. He does some very good gaps in teeth uh, <laughs> work. Also, I think it's very hard to throw that hat down up to land like that. Yeah, no, it's it's quite light, and he had to sort of can try and slam it down. Yeah. But it's good that they cut away because it was definitely just going to like tip over and. Nope. Try this on your cow for size. That for face. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it strange that Robin is more intelligent than Batman because he puts his cape up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's just like, oh, my face, my radioactive face. <laughs> He just gleefully tap dances out backwards. What if it melted his eyes or something then? Oh, yeah, this is brilliant. Look at him trying to put out these fireworks. (laughs) Fucking hell. He's (laughs) practically just throwing his face into himself to try and put it out. Here's a... uh, I I suppose we can't talk about it till next week, but it's so confusing. See... Why does it matter that it's cow's pink? I mean, it's radioactive. Yeah. But he doesn't take it off regardless. No. Which, I mean, he doesn't take it off. Here's the thing, in the bat cave, which I find very confusing. No, and he must have spears. I mean, others. It's they, not like he's just got one. That's already spoken about, right? Yeah. Alfred said there are no spares, but then guess what? Spoilers, he has a spare. Yeah. So where does the spare come from? After Alfred says he hasn't. Uh, at one point, he goes, Alfred, have you sewed me any new ones? Come on, Alfred, what are you supposed to do um, for a living? No, but here's the thing: they then decide. I suppose actually Michael Caine orders eight thousand headpieces that are in like <laughs> Batman Returns or yeah. the, one of them. He had to order like eight million, so it didn't look so it looked uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, it, so it didn't look suspicious that we're ordering eight million cow. <laughs> yeah. That's only not that's only not suspicious if you're ordering it for a company that produces eight million Batman a year. Yeah, when you Google <laughs> the company it comes up with, look at these Batman. Yeah, definitely not Batman.com. Um, <laughs> How good would that be? Their, their, their cover is a Batman costume warehouse. Oh, that should be our intro now. We just be sitting there going, I'm not Batman. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do the voice. Um, <laughs> well, that's the point. I can't do the voice. I'm not Batman. Yeah. I'm uh, not wearing <laughs> hockey pads. Yeah. Hold on, oh, I am wearing I am. hockey pads. <laughs> I'm Gareth. So. I'm wearing hockey pads. <laughs> um, yeah, now, they go and decide, right, to track down Mad Hatter. Uh-huh. They will follow a trail of radioactive blah 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 because yep, yep. he sprayed them with something, so he'll have a radioactive signature they can follow. Yes. So what is to stop the bad guys from following the radioactive signature back to the Batcave? I mean, they have to know what the signature is. Well, but they're making the stuff, so they're going to be able to track that down quicker because they're making the stuff. They've got purer samples, so I they should be able to track them down. It for tracking purposes, though. But if they wanted to. I don't think he has the money. You need someone like the Joker, according to Batman 66, to have the technology, technological prowess. Uh, well, um, I'm just I'm just trying to again, 
I'm just trying to kill Batman. <laughs> right. Well, I, I think everyone is trying to kill Batman. Oh. The difference is, if we were bad, bad, bad guys, bad, bad, bad uh-huh. guys, we were bad guys in this series season, mm-hmm. and we had managed to trap Batman, mm-hmm. we would have finished the job, because I think we would have the sense to one, not leave the room while we're trying to kill him. And two, just uh, stab him through the face. Yeah, but you know what would happen. I know what would happen. It would be like um, you'd be trying really hard to kill him, and then there'd be a power cut, and we would have missed the scene where they pointed out they keep having power cuts and ever, you know. I mean, personally, what I would do is I would take a gun, and I would push it into Robin's mouth, and I would pull the trigger. Same <laughs> <laughs> thing, but you don't need a power cut when I'm putting a knife through his mouth into his brain <laughs> through the, like the soft palate. Yeah, but you have to work your skills up to be able to do that. You know, you have to be a bane. You know what I mean? I'm saying I'm not a bane, like. <laughs> You're not a bane, mate. Why, why not? I could be a bane. I mean, you have to work hard to be a bane. You're not a bane. I could be, I could, could be a bane, though. Yeah, I mean, anyone could be a bane. <laughs> all, I'm saying is, is. all I'm saying is, it's more likely that in our evil duo going up against Batman, uh-huh. it's more likely... And this is a comment. This is this is a compliment as well. You're the brains, and I am definitely the brawn. More, I would think. <laughs> well, I I'm I am occasionally accused of being deceptively strong. Well, but I am no, not. but I'm just saying when it comes. Why no, no, I no, can't no, hear I, a thing now in my head. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Can I have to turn you down? Oh. Turn my down. oh, no, but I'm just saying. I mean, I'm occasionally braining myself, just not that often. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's more likely that you would definitely be considered the brains of the situation than I would. I mean, I think that's not true. So <laughs> I'm, I, I'm more technologically well, I minded. We, I mean, the thing is, we're, we both wear glasses, so yeah. therefore everyone thinks we're smart. That's how that works. But here's the thing. So and we're overweight. That's why going up against Batman, we'd be better off than most of these other bad guys because they've always got to have one's got to be this, one's got to be that. We're a good mix of kind of both-ish, <laughs> you know? I know what we should be. Could we be Master Blaster from Mad Max 3? <laughs> I'll sit on your back. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. There you go, if that's what you think. Oh. We are one man. Oh, yeah, there, here's another thing, actually, about the, the radioactive spray. I just noticed in my notes as well. Mm-hmm. How did he manage to not get any on the cape? But that's the, yeah, but how, there's so many questions, right? Because they, they set this thing up with the dude... He's never taken the cowl off. He just took pills to com- counteract the oh, radioactivity. Yeah. Radioactive pills. Right? Well, he's only holding that mask. And in the next episode, he's like, if you don't get medical attention, you'll die. What about your face? It's going to rot off. <laughs> no. You can't go to Gotham Central and go, I've got radioactive does, spray on me. Does, does my heart, my heart come back? I don't think so. Oh, well, now we know why. But I said that last time, so I'm no. not sure anymore. Maybe I confused him with Clock King because there's that episode, obviously, where, uh, oh, there's that retcon at very least where mm. Clock King is um, his brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Is he at all related to Calendar Man? <laughs> I, we can only hope. It would make sense. <laughs> I love my love, my little calendar <laughs> girls. Oh. I don't think that happens. In fact, I've written a, a remake that's like a saw nightmare. Right, this this man needs to fucking calm down. 
I don't think I understood a word he said. <laughs> he goes down like a pile of shit. He grabs his heart and then he falls over at 90 degrees. But considering how sort of like camp and everything this series is supposed to be, mm. he is the most cartoonish thing we've come across. He so is like, what if Jerry Lewis was worse? Yeah. <laughs> Can you even he, imagine people? He's pretty bad. I've never <laughs> liked him ever. Well, no, we tried to watch that one film, remember? But it was really racist. It was on Netflix. I can't think what it was. I can't remember what that was. He went to India anyway. It was a bad oh, start. yeah. Okay. I can't remember what it was called, but I, yeah, we could not watch that. <laughs> oh. I've been wanting to watch Slapstick with Jerry Lewis for a long time. They say it's truly awful. Mm. It's, a, it's based on the Kurt Vonnegut novel. And um, the basic plot of the uh, Kurt Vonnegut novel is that uh, two siblings, um, when they work together, are the most intelligent being in the, wo- uh, in the universe. Yeah. But for, uh, and when they're not together, they are... I don't know, what's the cool term now to say retarded? <laughs> <laughs> um, but mentally challenged, yes. how's that? Yeah, there right? you go, sorry. Right, they're mentally challenged. Uh, and yeah, when, they're not, uh, but when they work together, they're, they're super intelligent. But to other people, working together uh, looks very much like having incest. <laughs> <laughs> and also, on top of everything else... They're, they're like really grotesque creatures. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what if, what if two uh, Danny DeVito penguins? <laughs> Just, what, we're humping and we're intelligent while humping. Uh, yeah, we're writing on a chalkboard at the Ugh. same time. <laughs> what if Station had to fuck rather than just melb exactly <laughs> that is the basic plot of slapstick Not you want to read that. it it's very thin it's right up there uh, it's fine you're like <laughs> I can't be bothered with Vonnegut I can only read one of his books in an hour and a half that's why I've told you this before right mm. I only read Vonnegut books now when I feel like reading something because they're so short you can just annihilate them there and then oh <sighs> Anyway, we shouldn't be talking about it. No, because we've well. That's for our uh, our new uh, our new podcast. The 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 the. Want to get files? That's a good one. Um. Uh. The Vonnegut guys. <laughs> Vonnegut guys. <laughs> Vonnegut guys. Uh, do you know how hard that would be? <laughs> that would have to be a, a monthly podcast, right? Yeah. Because I don't think he does a book that's over 200 pages. But to actually sit down and read and then have to a three-hour book and then write <laughs> notes on it. Notes. And like, like you did in school. And they, at school, they gave you a solid like week or two to do that. I was just cheating and choose books that were filmed. <laughs> but what if they're completely person. different? Oh, well, I, I, yeah, I never let that bother me in high school fast. <laughs> I think even the teacher just went, ah, fuck it. <laughs> the, bit, the bit where Jack Klugman did this was crazy. <sighs> Sorry, Jack Klugman. Yeah. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> That's, uh, but then saying that, right, you know, I'm, I'm going to be uh, rude to Aberdeen schools now. That new school up in Cove mm-hmm. they built, kids got off to go to that school and they were talking to each other. And I will not lie, I've lived in this city over 20 years. I could not understand a word they were saying. <laughs> They'd created a new droog-like language. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> like some sort of new version of Cockney rhyming slang. <laughs> Terrifying. Maybe I'm getting to that age where I fear youth. Well, yeah, well, was, I said last night I went to work and there was a new bunch of uh, people working in the in the restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> they were children. <laughs> I walked in and I was just like, what fucking nursery school did he raid to get these stuff? Because they, they all looked about kind of six. Yeah. No, uh, never mind. Anyway, yeah, we should get Old out of here so we can start the next episode. Yeah, I've even forgotten what happened to Batman. Yeah. He got put into an x-ray machine. There you go. Yeah, I won't worry. After, I'm not. It's fine because <laughs> I know there's other episodes coming up, so it's all going to be fine. Yeah, but you know they could do a robot Batman for all you know. <gasps> robot Batman. I am Robo Wayne. <laughs> I mean Bruce <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, why are you always standing behind Bruce there, randomly yanking him around? No, no reason, Aunt Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! Fire coming out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Must kill Harriet. <laughs> Harriet knows. Harriet knows. Enter kill mode. <laughs> she took one look and he's studying. He was like, right. I, I like the idea that uh, Bru- uh, he's always plugged in, though. When people are trying to jump <laughs> over the cable. Pull it out. It <laughs> falls over. Oh. Oh. Anyway, should we cheese it? Yeah. Cool. Cheese it! Premium f*** bar.